Welcome to the Passion OT podcast. I am your host, Parish, and I'm an occupational therapist who is passionate about supporting and empowering other occupational therapists. Hey, hey, and welcome back to the Passion OT podcast. I want to start today's episode with a humongous thank you. Thank you to you who is currently listening. And thank you if you've also listened to my previous episodes, as well as if you've shared this with anybody. So if you've listened to it and then you've told somebody about it, I am so thankful for you. I've been completely blown away by the response to the podcast. If I'm completely honest, I was so scared and worried about launching the podcast. It has been a long time coming and I was just worried about what people would think, what the comments might be. Um, as well as how my voice presents on the microphone. I'm aware that my accent is from England, as well as I do have a bit of an Aussie twang with the different words that I say. And I was hopeful that I knew at least my family would listen. But the fact that it's gone so much further than that is just incredible. So thank you. Following on from this, Something that I currently do in my practice and I've done for as long as I've been a supervisor for is actually creating a highlight. So that could be a highlight of the week, a highlight since you last had supervision. For me, it's actually when I'm supporting another clinician, it's actually I ask them to bring with them a highlight since we last met. This could be something that they are really proud of and something they've done within their practice. This also could be something new they've learned and they've implemented that. With this in mind, I actually thought it would be something great to do within this podcast. My highlight of the week, should I say, or the last couple of weeks, is actually starting this podcast. As I previously just said, I was so scared and I have really pushed myself out of my comfort zone launching this because, yeah, you know, we sometimes have imposter syndrome and I'm just so proud of myself for launching it, as well as learning new ropes of how to create podcasts. What I recommend you doing is having a think now as to what has been a highlight of your week. And if you are having supervision soon, I really recommend if you don't do already, actually implementing this into your supervision. So with your supervisor, bringing it to your supervision, or if you are a supervisor, implementing that into your supervision documents or the way that you complete supervision. Because I feel that sometimes that can get lost if um, straight away you're in supervision and you're talking about clinical work. I think it's so important that we take a step back and reflect on the incredible work that we do as occupational therapists. As well as this, when you are sharing something either with your supervisor or your supervisee, I bet they'll learn something from you from your highlight of the week or something that you've learned. And I think it's so important as occupational therapists, or even if you're not an occupational therapist who's listened to this, that by us sharing knowledge, we are sharing and supporting others to continue to grow and flourish. So I hear you're asking, Parish, what is today's episode actually on? As I know I've spoken about a couple of different things so far. Today's episode was originally going to be on the OT process. 
as I've had different people message me on the different social media platforms for a episode on the OT process. However, the OT process is just so big that I cannot fit it into a 20 minute podcast episode. And also I feel like it would just be so overwhelming of information that I wanted to really break it down. So what is the first step of the OT process? So the first step before the OT process is not the OT process itself. So actually it is thinking about yourself as a clinician. And what do I mean by that? So things that you might want to consider in regards to your own self-reflection could be things such as your own life experiences. So that could be the way that you've been brought up, taking that self-reflection of actually that's the way you have been brought up, but that isn't the way that other people might have been brought up. As well as actually reflecting on your own personal values on life or decisions or your own culture and how that impacts you day to day and being aware that everybody is different as well as reflecting on your own hobbies and your own interests. So you might be thinking, Parish, I don't need to reflect on these things. I am a professional and my personal life doesn't impact my professional life. However, if we go back to our OT theory of the therapeutic use of self, this is such a vital aspect of our practice that seems to be forgotten about quite a lot, that actually we can use ourselves in the therapeutic realm to really support those that we are providing a service for, to really build the rapport further and encourage and empower them. I think it's so important during these self-reflections to take a step back and realize that as occupational therapists, we are all different. So you could maybe think of people that you went to uni with, your previous educators, people you currently work with. And I feel like as occupational therapists, we bring our own personalities to our therapy. And I think that is what makes this such an amazing profession. I feel like we can really use the therapeutic self well, if we really understand how we can do that. And it's so amazing. If this is a new area for you or something that you've really not delved into recently, I definitely recommend putting it down as a supervision subject with your next supervision session. Secondary to self-reflection on essentially our own personalities and our values and beliefs, I think it's really important that we reflect on our own physical presentation and communication. So What I mean by that is when you're on a visit, how do you present? Do you turn up to the visit? Okay, I know I'm talking about community-wise, that's I'm from the community, as I've said. Um, So please relate it back to your own setting. But do you turn up to your session or your home visit and you're stressed and you're rushed and you present or let off that energy that you only have a short period of time? Have you reflected of how that actually makes the person feel, as well as how is your body language? Is it that you are sat down typing on your laptop, not providing eye contact or 
not completely present in the moment. So actually reflecting on, yeah, how you present yourself when you're providing therapy for someone. So I'd said about having as a subject for supervision for reflecting on yourself from a personal perspective. Something that I'd also recommend is if it's possible within the area that you're working is asking for your supervisor or other clinicians to actually shadow you when you're completing assessments. So actually they can provide you feedback that can support you with your ongoing growth. Because I sometimes think like, especially in the community, for instance, you can work on your own all the time. And it's sometimes difficult for to learn from other people because you don't get that immediate feedback as you would if you worked in the hospital or in a clinic. I always advocate for actually having people to shadow you, um, to give you that feedback, or as well, actually shadowing other people to learn from them and how they use their therapeutic self. Hopefully that's given you some things to think about in regards to your own self-reflection prior to you next completing the OT cycle. I feel like it's so important for us to have these self-reflections all the time, as it really helps to support the next OT cycle that we complete. So we've now discussed about self-reflection. The second point I think is important to discuss before the OT process follows on really well is self-awareness of your own values and your own personality and how this can be presented to others. And, And I feel like that element of things actually does come side by side with self-reflection. So actually doing the self-reflection and then becoming aware of it. So I won't go into too much more detail on that because I feel like that has been covered in the self-reflection section, but it's just something to be aware of. The third point is actually around observation. So thinking of your observation skills when you are completing an assessment and actually observation in relation to the response of your therapeutic use of self and your therapy style. So actually seeing how somebody is responding from their body language, their facial expressions and their tone of voice. I will be going into further detail around assessments and observations in another episode, but this is specifically around the reflection style and actually how you observe how you are providing your therapy. And the fourth point is actually around adaptability. So being aware of different therapy styles that you can bring out to actually adapt to the situation at the time. So it could be adapting to somebody's change in body language, tone of voice, facial expression, um, reading the room as to, to how, how things are going. And also an important factor here is, is that you will never have one set assessment style and therapy style because for one, we are all completely different occupational therapists and bring our personalities to the table. And secondly, every single person that we meet is going to be completely different. So there will never be a set in stone way to present yourself or complete your assessments, but we will go on to assessments as well in in a further episode. In summary of today's episode, we've gone through factors that need to be considered prior to starting the OT process to ensure that you're providing the best practice to the people that you are supporting. So today we've gone through self-reflection and what that means in regards to your own practice. 
being your authentic self, self-awareness, observation, and adapting. The information that we have discussed today has come from my own experience and my own knowledge. So I have not used any references for today. However, I am going to be doing a part two on this episode and I will be using research that has been completed around the therapeutic use of self. And a quote that I've recently heard, I feel that I need to share this with you all to end the episode. And I think this really relates well with what I'm trying to get across from this episode. So this quote is from Carl Booner. They may forget what you said, but they will never forget how you made them feel. Thank you for listening to the Passion OT podcast. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please share this with your OT friends and subscribe to the channel. The more people that subscribe to the channel, the more people this podcast will reach. So I really appreciate it if you share and subscribe. Have a great day. Thank you.